Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here in the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. Thanks for staying with us through the intro segment. That was quite interesting, wasn't it? As you know, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by the best durable food company in the world. And let me tell you folks, if you don't think that they're not setting up for artificial food shortages, think again. They're already limiting meat purchases. Happened to my wife yesterday. So this isn't imagination any longer, folks. This is, and by the way, neighbors are telling me this too. And uh, they wouldn't occupy the meatpacking plants with National Guard, hazmat suits. They could have done anything, but no, they kept them closed. And uh, the supply chain's being affected. Truckers going on strike at the end of the month. Yeah, sounds like you better get busy storing food if you haven't done so. The four-week option's the best one because you get $100 off. But see, if you're storing, you're going to need more than four weeks. So let's say you say, oh, maybe 40 weeks. Well, $100 off each time? Yeah, it's $1,000 savings. You're not going to get that anywhere else for high-quality food, 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Also, too, want to keep you informed. We've got a good TV show, uh, but right now it's been taken down. Oh, we've had such a weird series of events. I interview Steve Quayle, and we get music piped in over the broadcast. And... I interviewed uh, Dr. Sherry Edwards, and we get our figures frozen. It's just been insane. And now uh, something is drawing all my internet to my TV studio. Oh, guess what? Um, can't broadcast and can't find the source. And the provider can't find the source of the drain. And we have everything off in the house. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? But we'll be back up in by the end of today. We've got alternative avenues we're going to use. And you know why they're shutting us down? because we give great in-depth reporting at thecommonsenseshow.tv, and you want to check that out. Hey, well, we have a terrific guest for you today. Um, you've heard her before on this channel, and she's a like-minded Arizonan. We know the election's been stolen. I want to get her perspective on it, and I'm talking about Lisa Haven. And uh, Lisa, was a, Lisa was a co-participant with me at uh, the Gen 6 conference, Video On Demand, which is still available on Steve Quayle's site, upper right-hand corner. And I would recommend that you do avail yourself to those presentations. They, Not because I was there, but there were some great presenters. Among them was Lisa. And we're going to talk about the election and her reaction to the election and ask her for a projection of where she thinks this is going based on her experience. So, Lisa, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on today. Well, as if there's nothing to talk about, right? <laughs> this is no, crazy. Um, look, at, to any reasonable thinking person, and the way the media is covering this up, I mean, it speaks to the guilt. Uh, the fact that they had to rush to judgment to have media elect President Joe Biden. He's not elect president-elect because that hasn't been determined, but he's media-elect, and he's given an acceptance speech. It's just, are, are you just amazed by all this crap? Yes. Um, I, I mean, we all know, you know, there's been corruption in the voting system for quite some time. But, uh, you know, we've been watching it. You and I have been watching it for years. But I will have to say above and beyond any year that I have ever seen ever this year, they're blatantly doing it in the open, in our faces, smearing it out in the public places and with no regard. With no, um, they, they've been um, doing it for so long that they know there is not going to be any consequence. 
So now it's just open in our faces near that of Venezuela. Like I feel like we live in Venezuela when they're going through their elections. This is the exact same stuff that they see. And I know because I've got a few friends who uh, lived in Venezuela and have moved here and are now here and they're terrified. They're like, this is the kind of stuff that happens in our country. How is America any different? And we really, uh, with what I've been seeing, we're really not. Well, we may even be on a lower moral plane than Venezuela, given who we're ready to put it into the White House. I mean, Joe Chicom Biden uh, and his treason and heels in the air, Harris, who's never done <laughs> anything but be a communist or a whore. Um, and I'm sorry to be so blunt, but it's time to, to say what it is. I mean, no, no time to mince words and measure your words. Um, with regard to their heinous disregard for discovery, last night on, uh, and I've heard this before, but last night on Judge Janine's Fox uh, News report, when she was giving her opening statement, she played a clip of Joe Biden admitting to, in every state, they have set up the most elaborate election fraud organization in history. I'm sure you've seen that quote. Oh, yes. Is is that just a senile moment? or, I mean, it's hard not to take this seriously now in light of everything that's happened. I, you know, you can call it a senile, senile moment. That's what the left is going to claim. But I think he knowingly knew they were already going to do that, and it's a... And it it's accidentally slipped out. And that's what I honestly think. And you can call him senile, which we know he's got issues of that. But I think a lot of what he has leaked out has been, quote unquote, a Freudian slip. If you a Freudian slip or however you say the word, I always mispronounce it. Um, you could call it that. But I think he was really actually admitting something that he was already well aware of. And it and, and, and obviously he wasn't trying to admit that to the public, but he did. You know, because he knows in the in the back of his mind that that's really what they're doing. And so it comes out. And I think that's that's truly what we're facing here. You're aware of the voting machines. Yeah. Scorecard and hammer. Yeah. Have you heard the story that the U.S. military has has seized the servers connected to these machines in Barcelona, Spain? Um. Yeah, I've heard that they I took one machine. I think it was on Newsmax that they had brought that out. I haven't dove right into that. I've done some on the Dominion. Um, But to add a little bit on on that vein, in 2016, right, there was a meeting with Illinois Illinois State Board of Elections and the VP engineer for Dominion, uh, Dr. Eric Coomer, was there. And when he was asked if if it was possible to bypass election system software and go directly to the data tables that manage systems running elections there in Illinois, right? He said, yes, if they have access. Back in 2016, that should have completely put an end to the Dominion voting machines. If someone could really gain access, this is the VP of engineering for Dominion voting. And we've got this on record. We've got the file of him admitting it. And if that's the case, then that should completely disregard the voting machines altogether. And now we're faced with, as you know, over in Michigan, 6,000 votes were turned in one area for Joe Biden. Then we have another one that's turned for Joe Biden. And so this really questions the validity. And surprisingly, these Dominion voting machines can be found here in Arizona and, and all the swing states. And they're all over the country, right? Not just in the swing states, but they are in the swing states as well and and uh, it really leaves you to question 
uh, what's going on. I mean, just the other day, I was telling you before we got on that I had Kelly Townsend on, and the gal who was supposed to check and certify the Dominion voting machines here in Arizona, she was the Republican side. Well, she basically stepped out of it, leaving it fully certified only by one party, the Democratic Party. And she has since resigned because of what she she's done, thankfully so. The gal should resign. It's but criminal. you just left it open for only a one-sided politics, which really questions the integrity of the Arizona election. But 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 no, nothing's happening. Nobody's doing anything. But this is the kind of stuff we're facing on multiple levels that I've been um, ha had a lot of you know easily verified you know information that we could look at on the internet. But that's just one part of it. I don't know if you were familiar with that. I am. In fact, I'll even go a little uh, one step further here, Lisa. The um, uh, Representative Townsend has uh, made it available. Well, she's made it known that over 14,000 ballots um, can't be verified by uh, citizenship, and they should be thrown out. And most of those are presumed to be for Biden. Biden only holds a 12,000 vote lead. And I, yes, believe, and I believe it's Townsend that brought that out. Yes, and but the thing, and they, they have a law to back it up here in Arizona. So basically, if they're illegals, this is a law that we passed here that I think should be tossed out, then they can go and vote for only the presidential candidate. And it's those votes that supposedly put Arizona over over in Biden's direction, which would make sense, you know, because we're only about, what, a 12,000 difference. It's less than that even now, but... Uh, that would be the case. And that's the kind of sham laws and rules and regulations that states are putting into place that we really have to start questioning and say, what on earth is going on, right? Either you're a citizen and you vote and you do it legally. We have all these legal rules in place. Uh, we don't go and, and backdate ballots and postdate them for the third when it's the fourth, fifth, or sixth of November, right? But this is the kind of stuff we're seeing in, in states all across the country. And why would we not do that? Well, because if we have the ability to postdate, right, then you could say, oh, all these people already voted in the election. Let's get this whole batch that didn't vote and then submit uh, uh, ballots for them, you know, in any way, shape or form that they want. This is why we put the safeguards in place for, you know, mail-in voting. And quite frankly, there's so much corruption that could happen with mail-in voting. I think we should just go back to in-person voting, period. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, verifiable yeah, by ID, but they're not doing that for a reason. I know. I've been saying the same thing for 10 years. Um, but back to the Townsend issue again and this law you're talking about. I want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. You're saying that someone who is illegal, they're here from Guatemala, they can actually legally cast a vote in our presidential election? Yes. Yes, but that's you can only vote for one I, I don't candidate. care what the law says. That's unconstitutional. Right. <laughs> it's happening. The election Here. process is for American citizens. That's supposed to be how it's going, but that's absolutely not isn't, how it's Isn't this open to legal challenge? <sighs> I don't know. Um, and, and I did. I, I asked her that. She goes, well, basically, we would have to take it back to court and get it overturned. And that's what we're going to have to do. And I think that's I think a lot of people in Arizona don't realize that 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 law is there, you know. And so it really leaves us susceptible as she showed, you know, for us leaning one way or the other. Um, but that's where we're at. Oh, my God. I, this is, 
You know, someone told me this, and I rejected it out of hand because it was so outrageous. Um, I don't because of the emergency situation of timing. I would think that Trump's people could take this directly to the Supreme Court and bypass the rigmarole that an opposition they'll run into in the local courts. Um, I mean, for my money, and we're going to get into a lot of these examples, but I want to set the tone here. I'm of the belief that we have been the victim of a coup, a foreign invasion with domestic enemies uh, operating as agents of these foreign enemies. Have you come to anything close to that conclusion? Um, well, I think, I mean, obviously there's a lot of corruption. I think all, like we've got interference <laughs> from China, interference from Russia, interference from Iran, interference from Israel. I think many countries do. If we take our own personal United States of America, we have interfered in Israel's election. We've interfered in, in, in Iran's election. We've interfered fill in the blank. We have. That's that's what we've done. We've admitted mm -hmm. it. We've got targeted projects for it. So why would we even say that that's not happening here in America? Because it absolutely is. Well, it is. Um, it is. Yeah. In, in so fact, let, let me quote to you uh, um, Ed Snowden when he was interviewed by Joe Rogan. Uh, Ed Snowden said that in his capacity as a federal uh, intelligence operative, he had access to the following information that uh, the Russians have tried to interfere in our elections 36 times. We have interfered in their elections 87 times. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's one of those, it's a, we're all doing it to each other. Exactly. But the question, and the things that I've heard from Edward Snowden and others, I don't remember which one it was, but they were saying now they've switched it and they're using their tactics that they will use on other states to manipulate the election on us here in America. So I think a lot of that is propaganda. It's how they're announcing the election. It's how they're announcing the polls. You know, because if you get it in everybody's head, the winner is Biden or whatever, for example, right? Then people, you know, can back away from the polls or, you know, say, oh, well, I'm not voting. It's not worth it. Biden already won. Or, for example, here in Arizona, uh, which is why a lot of people are mad at Fox News. I'm not happy with Fox News. Fox News called Arizona massively early. OK, and imagine if you're at the poll waiting in line, you're just a normal sheeple, but say you're going to vote for Trump. Right. And you're in line and they make the announcement. Arizona wins, Biden wins, and it's really early. Well, some of those people that are there voting would be like, crap, okay, there's no point in me voting, I'm out, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not gonna so stand in this, line, I agree. Yeah. I agree, and so there's actually a federal law against that, Lisa. There's oh, a federal law against releasing results like that prior to the closing of all polls. Yeah, and they did it way early on. when, And I believe the polls were still open, like by the time they had called it, and. Or, or people are at least still in line waiting because they were waiting for hours on end to get in there. You know what I mean? I do. There, there, um, ma there's massive voter fraud in Virginia as well. And Fox News and AP, ABC and NBC also called the election in Virginia when Trump had a 2% lead. Yeah, and then you, you get to thinking about all these late-night ballot drums that are all pro-Biden. And I know Giuliani's coming out with a lot of information. He said they've got hardcore detail, hardcore facts showing all of this. I've read, I don't know if you've read President Trump's Michigan um, lawsuit. I've read it. It's only like 31-some-odd pages. Um, 
but he's got so many instances and over a hundred cases of people being pushed away uh, where they can't see or uh, some kind of something happening where they refuse to write down what they saw, like they were told, nope, you can't do this, or, or they were kept out because they were Repu Republican or a Trump supporter. I mean, a hundred of these vouchers just in Michigan alone. And that should be enough for a cause for alarm uh, for everyone, because if we want the integrity of our elections to remain, we have to address these concerns. We have to do something about it. And when you have, you know, a two, um, what is it, 150 some odd thousand, 300,000, depending on uh, which state you're talking about and how many in, in, in total, where they just go all for one person, it is statistically impossible for that to happen. Yeah. Statistically impossible. And America knows better. Let me and give you Wisconsin. Um, I had a family member at midnight on election night say, um, you've, got to you've got to preserve the existing votes. And I didn't think it was going well until around 10 p.m. Arizona time. And I looked at it and I says, oh, my gosh, he's winning in all five swing states and he's pulling away. The margin's increasing. And then, as we know, two hours later, they shut the polls down. And that's when I received the call from uh, one of my family members and they said, you need to preserve this. So I went one step further. I recorded the data, such as how many votes for each candidate by each state, how many votes Trump was ahead, and what the percentage of votes left to count were. And then I decided, you know, you're a stat guy, Dave. <laughs> You've taught it long enough. Let's go ahead and do some projections here. And let's just take Wisconsin as one example. Trump had an over 8% lead with 9% left to count. That right there should have cast out. But then I went in and actually crunched real numbers and numbers of votes. And Biden would have had to receive almost 75% of the votes to have claimed victory. Well, he didn't claim 75%. He claimed 111% of what they said was left to count. Yeah, impossible. No, impossible. That, that, and see, to me, you could argue, well, people win the lottery, so those 138,000 votes in Pennsylvania, they could very well all be for Biden, just a coincidence. And they could technically make that argument, but not logically. But in Wisconsin, it's a statistical impossibility. Not impracticality, but impossibility. And that whole election should be thrown out because they came out later. I don't know if you remember hearing this. 101% of registered voters voted. Yeah. Oh, 101%. yeah. percent Yeah, and then you get into all the uh, anomalies. To me, any reasonable person... See, here's what the Democrats are doing, Lisa. They're doing the kabuki two-step. On one hand, they're saying, oh, there's no voter fraud whatsoever. There's voter fraud in every election, in every country, in every province, in every state, in every city, in every county. You hope it's not enough to make a difference. But there's no voter fraud, according to the pristine Democrats. But if there is, it's not enough to make a difference. And that's the, that's the thing. There's <clears> only <throat> one party in the entire country, one party, that doesn't want IDs in the election booth. That would be the Democratic Party. Mm. And the only reason <clears throat> you're not going to want to verify an election is if you are doing something <clears throat> you're not supposed <clears throat> to do and if you're doing it illegally. So it's only evidence that there is off the get-go some kind of illegal dealings going on based off the fact alone that they're the only party. The Libertarian Party wants it, uh, you, you know, all the other ones. Republican parties want it, conservative party wants it, and we've got one party, the Democratic Party. 
and their socialist leftist leanings are the ones that don't want to verify the election. They want uh, completely illegality and uh, like comparable to that of Venezuela. And that's what we're literally getting here to the point where they're doing all kinds of illegal stuff and saying, we don't care, we're doing it anyway. And, you know, it could go to court, skim the surface, not enough to count, fill in the blank. And that's really what we're running into now. Um, but I think it's really going to hinder, you know, our elections of the very near future uh, for decades. What elections? Yeah. There's yeah. not going to be any elections. They're just going to tell us. Once these Bolsheviks get in charge, oh, they'll have the pretend election. But as Stalin said so accurately, I don't care who votes, I care who counts the votes. And uh, we'll, we'll see this in our face pretty soon. Well, our elections nationally are mimicking now what California is. Um, one party system, totally corrupt, corrupt voting machines, corrupt voting practices. And uh, we've mimicked. In fact, the Orange County vote turnaround with the glitches on the machines, that actually happened two years ago in 2018. And Paul Preston of the 51st State Movement out there says that, Dave, this was just a dress rehearsal for what's going to happen nationally. He called it three months before the event, before the election. Well, here's what makes me even more mad is we're getting shut down, right? We, we've had, we've been told on YouTube, basically, you can't talk about election fraud because it's not happening. There is no such thing. Dominion voting isn't happening. The, the, the numbers aren't twisted. People aren't throwing numbers away. People are allowed. But if we talk about that, we're getting shut down on YouTube, literally having to delete videos and, and, and change all this stuff. And, and, and they won't say it. YouTube won't come out and say, you're not allowed to talk against the election. We just have to understand that that's the under the radar because Media Matters came out with yeah. an entire mm -hmm. report attacking Fox News, OAN News. I think the conservative black patriot was on their list. And they basically said, if you talk about the Dominion voter fraud, uh, then then basically you're lying, you're lying, and we need to get you off the air. And why is YouTube allowing this? Basically going after YouTubers all over again. And it's like, okay, but for the last four years, you were allowed to talk about the election integrity about election corruption about russia interference in our election but the second that we bring it up we're gonna get slammed we're gonna get told and this is the kind of stuff that's happening and i'm like who the who and, and, and then the american public are like yeah yeah it's not really happening oh but russia is and they go along with it like a fed sick puppy not our listeners not them but a majority of america have no idea that one side is literally getting shut down. And I'll tell you how bad it is. Let's go back in 2014, right? Here's a Breitbart article that I had shared earlier, and it's Joe Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klein, right? Back in 2014, admits that Americans' elections are rigged. Like he had this Vox report that was put out that said 68% of Americans think elections are rigged. I can guarantee you that's more like 90 now. But he, Ron, Ronald Klein, responds with, that's because they are, as in elections are rigged. So you can admit that in 2014 as the chief of staff of Biden, but here we are, and uh, where election fraud is actually happening, election meddling is happening, and we can't say it, we get censored off the air, we get told we can't talk about it. Even the Federal Election Commission chairman, and I'm sure you've played that clip, he said there's voter fraud taking place and calls the election illegitimate. Now that was shared on, I think, Fox News and a couple other outlets, but this is the chairman of the Federal Election Commission saying it's illegitimate. Yeah. But we can't talk about it. You well, can't talk about oh. that on Fox News or you can't talk. And, and they're bringing it up on Fox News, which I'm, I'm ticked off 
uh, about a lot of stuff on Fox News, but at least they're bringing this to light. And the Media Matters article is like, nope, we need to shut down Fox News now. I mean, they're really going after Fox and because they're talking about something that's not happening according to Media Matters. And Media Matters is the mouthpiece for social media, which is why President Trump's 20-some-odd tweets have been banned you know, blocked saying this is false information on the president of the United States of America. This mm. isn't freedom, people. Where Biden, not one of Biden's, have been censored because then when the public looks at at Orange Man, they see Orange Man bad. Orange Man lie. Look at what Twitter does. Twitter's telling him he's lying to the people. They go to Joe Biden. He looks like a hero. He tells the truth when it's not about that at all. And so the lame sitting person on the outside looking in sees orange mad bad and lies on the surface and that's what's killing our country and that's what's killing it and it doesn't matter who's coming out talking about voter fraud if the mainstream media and social media says it's one way then it's that way and this is killing our country and quite frankly i have to be honest with you hodges um i am livid at donald trump for not taking action against social media and it bit him in the butt and we told him that, you told him that, I told him that, all the mainstream media have been screaming at him, you're gonna suffer this election if you don't do something about it. And he didn't, and look where we're at. In front of Gary Haven, the founder of Curves, and Doug Hagman and his late son Joe, 2018, September, the uh, Branson Conference, I had a conversation on speakerphone in front of all these gentlemen in which I told an advisor who met with Trump regularly about Section 230 of the Open Forum Law and how it was being violated and it was going to swing the House of Representatives in six weeks. And the guy took notes. What was going to be a three-minute conversation was a half-an-hour conversation. And Trump came out the following Wednesday. This was a Saturday night. Five days later, Trump came out and mimicked some of my verbiage. And I thought, oh my gosh, maybe we got through. Well, we didn't. And we lost the House. And because we lost the House, we had two years of a crap presidency. And you're right, Trump is to blame for this. He was his own worst enemy. He threatened and threatened and threatened. I'll huff and puff and blow your house down. And he didn't do anything. In fact, I'm going to take you a step further um, with what you're saying with regard to social media censorship and arbitrary enforcement. Um, CNN came out, Statler and his companion, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but they came out and they're ripping you and me and people who listen to us for going to organizations like Parler, which is the alternative to Twitter, and saying, you're just creating your own echo cham chamber. And I'm thinking, uh, excuse me, what have you assholes been doing for the last 15 years with echo chambers? And and I'm just livid about this. Now, by the way, I'll probably get my channel terminated because I covered the FEC's head quote. But I also said it doesn't matter because he doesn't have any statutory authority. I said he can say all he wants, this, that, and the other. It's a harmless quote because there's no bite on his words. Did you get to see Judge Alito's? He was at a, a, a conference somewhere or, or he did like some kind of Zoom meeting and he had so much good information mm -hmm. about what's going on. It was an amazing clip. If anybody's out there, I encourage them. I, I don't remember the name of it, but it's um, 
the or, what's the organization that he's with that does that? I don't remember the name, but I, I saw the quote and I know what yeah. you're talking about. Um, wow. But but the speaking of the Supreme Court, let's go there for a second because that's where all of this is headed. Um, these uh, this is why I'm telling you right now. If I were Trump, I'd be out of patience. This is an illegal coup against the, the Republic of the United States. And he should be sending in the military to seize all votes and then bring in independent uh, arbitrators to go through them and count the votes again, every vote in the country, especially in the swing states, and have federal officials there, in other words, uh, the military, overseeing it under military control. I don't give a damn what the mainstream media would say. They'd say it's a Hitler Mussolini takeover. I don't care. I don't care. It's time. You know, Lisa, I'm, I'm just going to give you my bottom line. And it's this. Um, I have done nothing, and you know this is true, on the Common Sense Show for as long as it's been in existence, since 2007. I have never advocated for violence. But biblically, self-defense is not violence. It's self-defense. It's biblically approved of. It's legally approved of. And an invasion of your nation is violence because these people have violent intentions and Harris and Obama's wife and Ocasio-Cortez have threatened you and me with being on lists and going to camps and all that kind of thing. Oh, we won't forget what you've done uh, kind of thing. That goes into the realm of self-defense. And this is why I support the president's going towards the Insurrection Act because this is self-defense of every citizen in this country. It's a terrifying place. I'm just going to say this because the America that I once knew and loved is not the America we are today. The America that I'm seeing today is one that's been infiltrated and let's just call it what it is we have. Yeah. Yeah. And um, by these leftist crazies who took over the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party is gone. I mean, we've got people like Elizabeth Warren and AOC making the bold statements that you were just talking about. We've all reported on that. And, um, and she, AOC didn't even walk her comments back. She's just very, I'm, I'm staying with that. And then we see over the Million Man March over just this past Saturday, right? I don't know if anybody's been following that, but this Million Man March, I, I believe almost nearly a million, depends on who, what channel you talk to. Some say it was way more than thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people out there. And anyway, um, Antifa and BLM show up and start harassing uh, Trump supporters, going at them. Uh, you know, there's like a restaurant row uh, that some had gone to. They started throwing some kind of fireworks and, and whatnot into to the crowd. They attacked uh, a, a, a black woman with her baby and her daughter. She had literally a baby and her daughter, and she's got her microphone saying, leave me alone, there's children, and they're attacking her. And so a Trump supporter comes up to her rescue to try to help them because she's literally surrounded by these BLM and Tifa members who are harassing her. This is a kid. And they end up attacking the guy that's trying to save the woman to get out of there. And then we had cops, and this is all on film, right? Cops where Trump supporters are trying to get away from the BLM because it's not the Trump supporters that were starting it. It was BLM and Antifa just going after them, calling them names, uh, throwing some kind of liquid on them. And so there's video footage of these Trump supporters trying to leave. And the cops literally are there's holding a line and they say, no, you have to go through BLM. You can't leave here. So they literally, those particular ones, put people's lives in danger and the people had to turn around and ended up getting hit and beat at and thrown, throwing some kind of liquid at 
because they were forced to go through BLM. And this is the kind of stuff I'm seeing in my country. But you're going to tell me at that event, only what, 20 people, I think, were arrested. And then we have these DAs and then we have uh, the likes of Kamala Harris. Right. She's already been very open about bailing out the looters and whatnot who are bailing these people out. And so they get in, get right back out and they get in and get right back out. And, and they're allowed to cause this tension on the street. And it's like you're just literally putting people's lives in danger and there's no rhyme or reason. That's an that's called an invasion. And this is what we saw happen in George Soros right where he started invading uh, interfering in elections in nations abroad this is the same thing that happened in those countries it's happening in america and the only way america knows about it is if they see what happened in lenin i did an entire report on lenin right you have lenin who uh, took over a country he didn't take over a country by winning he only got 23 or 25 something like that percent of the vote in the country right and instead he goes ah, i don't care what percentage of the vote I got, I'm installing myself. So he installed himself using propaganda, using uh, the tactics that we're seeing from BLM and Antifa today, same tactics that his people would use back in Lenin's age. And he was allowed to take over, even though he lost the election, he took over because he had changed the mentality without, without uh, really any kind of massive military action. And this is exactly what we're seeing here in the United States of America. Yeah, you're exactly right. Back to the crowd. They should have bum-rushed the police, forced them to arrest them to expose the corruption. <sighs> yeah, it's like, okay. But they got it on record, and nobody says anything. I said, well, wh what? why are these cops still allowed to be a cop, right? Well, they this is where the president's failing again. He should have brought in uh, federal officials and charged these cops with civil rights violations. Yeah, and that's the hard part. There's only so much you can do because then you have the local officials saying, nope, we're okay with this. We don't care. So you've got you've got one power battling another power battling another power, which is, you know, the way our system was meant. So the, the power is spread, right? But now our power, it's not so much spread. I would say one power joined another power joined another power, and they're all financially backed by these Soros organizations and likes so they've been, quote unquote, taken over. So there is one power that's really powerful and ruling, and it's that socialist communist power that is taking over everything from our colleges to our schools. And, and, and the sad part is, is our side has been lackadaisical. You know, um, conservatives are not radical. Conservatives are not violent. Conservatives are not the kind of people to do the things that the left is doing. It's just the facts, because most of us are Christian and follow the Christian principles. And um, and so I don't know how you say we get taken advantage of, <laughs> but all our freedoms are are just being taken away and I, and I and I it used to be a slow slow boil of taking away of freedoms now it's just we don't care you don't deserve it and the whole world agrees with us because we've got the propaganda to back it up to make everybody think that you're the bad guy kind of like orange man bad you have people who are voting based off of solely orange man bad the media told me he's a racist boom and so it's it, we really have to focus on, I think, if we ever want anything in the future, we have to focus on the propaganda and get rid of that leftist well, radical propaganda. I'm not willing to even focus on the future, Lisa. I'm intending to stop this now. Biden will not be allowed to assume office. It's illegitimate. It's an invasion of our country. And it's a coup d'etat. And I will not 
permit it in my country. And I'm hopeful that enough people are going to join me. But if Trump doesn't have the intestinal fortitude to call out the military, then he's admitting defeat. The Supreme Court is not going to support him. He's going to lose by a 5-4 to four vote. Epstein compromised conservative judge, good old John, he's not going to vote for Trump. And Kavanaugh was an architect for the Patriot Act 1 and 2. He's deep state. He's not voting for Trump either. Trump will lose 5-4. to four. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in our future. All I know is we're not heading to a pretty place. It's not looking good for our country. And if, if we're being and if and if Biden if Biden if Biden were to get in and pack the courts, we're literally literally screwed because then everything's rigged for the Democrats or socialists, aka socialists. We have no gun rights. We would have no religious freedom. We have no freedom of speech, and everything would be taken away in the banner of we know what's good for you. We need to control it, and we're just screwed. Yeah, I, this is it. Do you not agree with me? This is the final line in the sand. Yes. Absolutely. I do. And that's the scary part. Like if, if something's not done now, um, welcome communism. Like, I mean, it's always been here in a, in a, in a smaller form, but now it's here full blown. It's not welcome communism per se. You're right. That's the first step. It's already been done, but we're talking about, I, I told you before we came on air and, um, I and others have this information, and we have to basically see what we're going to be allowed to put out. But I'll tell the audience effectively, as of this date, and by a later date, I hope to have more, we have incontrovertible proof that the Canadians, Americans, and Communist Chinese have reached an agreement to send each other their dissidents for concentration camp holding. Americans will go to Canada to be in their concentration camps, allegedly built for COVID isolation, and it's going to be managed by the communist Chinese. And there's no question this is true. This is why this is a line in the sand moment. Because see, it's not just going to be Lisa Haven and Dave Hodges and Steve Quayle and Paul Preston and all of us going off to Never Never Land. What we are looking at here is this will filter down to where you're going to have door-to-door visits. You're going to have a NATO contingency that's being stored here on vacant American bases, and we have the proof for that, too. It's all part of the same plot. And they're going to be coming door-to-door to get your guns. And if you resist in any way, they will be instructed to use extreme prejudice, meaning murder you and your family. There'll be no survivors. When the Chinese come to a town to decide to bring order under the auspices of the UN, we have it on information. There will be no prisoners taken. Lisa, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not embellishing. This is not hyperbole. We have the proof. And I'm having a meeting as soon as our interview is over with people to decide what we can and cannot put out. This is the line in the sand. This is Valley Forge. This is worse than Valley Forge. But if we lose, we lose America. And the Deagle report, which says 100 million Americans are going to perish, that will come to reality. Speaking of the Dago report, didn't they recently remove the information? I went to the to the website and I couldn't find it anymore. Did yeah, they remove it? They did, because too many people like you and I are quoting. Yeah. They don't want people to become alarmed. Down. They don't want people to know what the next move is. The next move is what every Bolshevik revolution does, a reign of terror that ends up with a purge that kills millions of people. There's never been a time in history where a revolution such as this 
has ever taken place without a purge. And I wonder if, I mean, if something like that ever did play out, which biblically speaking, the Bible talks about tribulation style, style stuff uh, happening and they will drag us up to synagogues whenever tribulation comes about, right? We know in the future that's coming, but I wonder, will even America wake up to that or, or not? You know, when you look at some of the stuff that happened throughout history, um, Nazi Germany, for example, so many people went along with it easily in the beginning not fully understanding what was going on because of the propaganda, because of everything. I mean, Jews were literally told they were going to, you know, camps that were fun and, and for their safety. Isn't that <laughs> what know? Hillary called them? Fun camps? Yeah, she did. She called mm -hmm. adults should go to fun camps, you know, Trump supporters, of course. Yeah. And it's getting to the point where um, if we take, okay, Hitler and Mao and these kinds of people didn't have television and internet and the things capable of really messing with someone's brain as we do today. And so if we take that into consideration, I wonder if it is going to be uh, an issue. Will they wake up or will they really believe these are just bad people? You know, and I really don't know. You know, if you read biblically speaking, um, obviously they go along and, and, and they're okay with it. Like, you know, according to the Bible, it, it doesn't really say like where most people's minds are, but most people are going to want to go on the side of, well, I'll do whatever you want as long as I can keep my life. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know you're right. And that's going to happen with a lot of people, but people need to realize too, the teachings of Sun Tzu and the art of war have come into play. America has been put on death's ground and Sun Tzu used to do this with troops. He'd say, we're going to put them in a position where they either win or they die. Kind of like Omaha Beach on D-Day invasion. Win or die. We have been put in the same position. Win or die. And when I, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm just sitting here in my recliner and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is Sun Tzu. And when it hit me, I thought, okay, the time for talking peaceful resolution and compromise is over. The time for taking strong military action has begun, and it must begin with the president. Because if he doesn't stand up to them, first of all, Lisa, I'm going to make a prediction. You, you notice how they had to have the rush to judgment. Uh, media elect president. Not one election's been certified, but the media says he's the president. Biden's the president. And then he gives an acceptance speech with Kamala Harris. They interrupt the most popular football game on Saturday night between the number one and number three teams in the country because they know they'll get a maximum audience. And they trot out this phony baloney, I'm your new president. He's conducting business illegally with foreign countries in violation of the Logan Act. I could go on and on, but what I'm saying is they're rushing the judgment and they're coming in with this COVID second shutdown because they don't want us on the street. <coughs> Excuse me. They've got to get Trump out of office, I think, in the near future. This will not go till January 20th. This will not go, I think, until December 14th. Uh, in fact, I'm interviewing tomorrow a guy from the Electoral College. He shares my views. And I'm telling you, Lisa, they're going to have him out of office by Thanksgiving if we don't act. Yeah. They, they, they've rushed to judgment. I, I know you agree with that. Yeah, they they did rush to judgment for sure. I mean, I don't know what the future holds um, with camps and, and all of that. All I know is I know what the Bible says, and eventually that's where the country goes. But And I and I hope it's further out <laughs> like everybody else, like when that happens. And I don't have any inside intel on that particular stuff in regards to Canada and all of that. I know you've got some different stuff 
there, but it's just like, I just see the way that we're going. I see what they're doing to the president. I can see that they're, they've already talked about pulling him out of office, even using the military to pull him out. And, 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 and there's already been talk, and I forget who it was, saying that we need to take the president out now and put Joe Biden in. God, I'm blanking on who that, that was. That was you... Pelosi, and then Keith Olbermann reflected the Keith same Olbermann. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, you don't make radical statements like that. But yeah, he can say that um, on YouTube, and we can't talk about election machines. Yeah, no, no. I mean, uh, yeah, not anymore. Like, you know, we've we've under the radar been told, don't be talking about the election. Don't be talking about the machines. You, you can talk about the election as long as it's mainstream media lines. And now they're even saying, like, Fox News. So we don't even know if we can quote that anymore. And it's like, oh, good grief, because they're so radical leftist run. And that's the terrifying thing. If I, I I just I often ask where is the stuff that is controlled by our side? Like, you know, you think there if you've it. got Democrats and Republicans, but this goes with the with what with what we've been saying all along. You you've probably even longer than I have. Is there's only one party? We have the pretend Republican side, but when there is no platform that is pro Republican, you've got one news station. And they're a sham at that, Fox News, you know, as far as mainstream media, that's it. How do you have only one that's pro-Republican? Only yeah, no, one. No, they're not pro. All, they're, control, they're not even pro. They're yeah, controlled like, opposition. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But if you, were, if you were the honest American public and you saw that, you would see every single channel in favor of the Democratic Party. Every single one. And it's like, okay, then that really means there is only one answer. There is only one party. And the Republican Party uh, is the Democratic Party, and the Democrat uh, is the Socialist Party. And so it's it's like when everything's taken over at that level, we are not free. We are not even close to free. And 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 the America that we love is just gone, and it's terrifying. And, and forget the Canada thing. Just go off the threats that have been made by Harris, AOC, and Michelle Obama. Yeah, they, no, they're, they're telling you what they're going to do to us. Are we supposed to think it's just hyperbole and they're only kidding? Or are they really putting us on list and coming after us? And this is after a report I ran on October 1st in four different locations in the country involving two different police departments. They were investigating a George Soros-related group for doxing campaign supporters for Trump. And I had, I, I had two friends on that list, two neighbors. I had to go tell them. I mean, this this is not new. They, this was October the 1st when yeah, this story two, broke. There was two websites, DonaldTrump.watch. That's it. And they were only putting Trump donations. And then I guess they got a lot of heat. So now they put everybody on there who they're donating to because they got heat for it. But that was literally a list of, of us who but, donated but to the president. But it was more. It was yeah. more. They're putting letters at people's houses who were donors. Hope you have fire insurance because we're going to burn you out. Or about the transition project. Wasn't that the one that actually created a list? Yes. That was the one that, that referenced. And and now they're saying, oh, well, we went ahead and, and stopped creating our list. <laughs> I can't, I'm pretty sure they're probably still creating it under the radar. You know what I mean? And and so I, I don't care to even, to even have the ability to do that. And then they don't get shut down by Twitter and Facebook. They get like, yeah, yeah, put them to the top. These racist, xenophobic bigots. And it doesn't matter if you're black and support the president, white and support the president, Chinese, Japanese, or Hispanic. You're still a racist, xenophobic bigot. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. 
you know, and it's the stupidest stuff I have ever seen in my life. But to be painted in such a negative light, I mean, the I was watching the Black Lives Matter Antifa people there in D.C. and, and kind of getting their me mental state on what they're doing. And they were literally talking to the cops. How can you support and, and, and protect these bigots? You know, and maybe that's why the cops held their line and said, nope, you're going to go through Antifa because there's this underlying thing that it's all Trump supporters fault and all conservatives fault and they're the bad guys just like Nazi Germany and that's why it is chilling to think what could happen in the future and I think we when we look at history that's the only conclusion you know it is the only conclusion you've known me for a lot of years have you ever heard me talk this way before um no no and I'm serious. I got the 12 gauge by the bedroom. I'm not messing around. You come to my house, you're going to meet deadly intent. You come to burn me out, there's going to be a problem. And when it comes to standing with the president, I agree with Jim Arroyo of the Yavapai Oath Keepers, who I'm speaking at on November 28th. We have 300 well-armed people ready for deployment. Well, they have 301 because this is an invasion of my country, the same as when the British came in 1812 and average Americans resisted. Average Americans need to resist this takeover because if you do not, they'll be hauling a lot of our asses right off to the camps, and I'm not kidding. It is not an exaggeration. They tell you what they're gonna do, and it's just so frustrating, Lisa, that half of this country is dumber than a box of rocks. And you know the sad part is, about, I think Trump got 70% of the vote, just by my estimates and the statistical calculations I made on election night of the five swing states. I think he got about 70%. But see what the Democrats have done? They control all of the voting offices. They control all of the media. They don't have much, but what they've done in business terms is they, they have horizontal integration into society, and they control the pressure points, and that's how they're controlling us. And they're going to bring in the Chinese, the UN, and NATO to subjugate us and take our guns and take the uncooperatives to prison. I'm coining a new phrase, by the way. Thank you. I don't know if they even need the UN and NATO anymore because we've allowed so much red tape. All they have to do is do more red flag laws and do it under the radar like they've been doing. I don't think there's a need to bring in anything else. I think they can well, easily do it. They're here. They're here. But. These forces are here. And that proof is soon going to be offered. We just have to decide the best way to bring that out. But uh, very quickly here, tell people how they can listen to you. Yeah, they can check me out on restrictedrepublic.com um, or you can check me out lisahaven.news. So I've got both of those there. And both of those are great, great sites and I appreciate the work you're doing. And I wish Dave Hodges didn't have to be so radical, but I feel that's where we're at. Lisa, thanks so much for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, and don't hang up. I got a question for you before you go, but thank you for well, having Okay, me. we're out of time. I'll call you back. Okay, bye.